Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host Macaulay Matthews, I am of course Wayne Mamo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, well, how's it going, man? Not much, man. Glad to have you on the show. Hey, glad to be on here as usual. Thank you, thank you, man. And um, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for checking out this show. Uh, on today's show of Sports Urban Legend, we're going to be talking about um, the Knicks. You know, their resurgence uh, this year. Uh, we'll talk about the Nets. They're just dominating basketball, you know, as we speak. Um, we'll also talk about, um, you know, baseball, you know, how you know how the, the spring training is coming along and, you know, the teams are getting – the New York teams are getting ready for, um, you know, the upcoming season. And then, uh, you know, last but not least, we'll talk about WWE – you know, the Lashley, um, you know, era is upon us. You know, um, a recap about the AEW um, pay-per-view event. And then, of course, the shocking turn of MJF on the inner circle and then forming his own uh, faction. Um, but most importantly, you know, we'd love to hear from you. And then the number is 563 563- Nine 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 three five two nine. That's five six three nine 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 three five two nine. So if you'd like to, you know, share your your thoughts on any of these topics or more, you know, we'd love to hear from you. But with that said, let's uh, let's let's uh, let's talk about the let's talk about the Knicks, man. And um, yeah, the Knicks, man. Um, you know, a, a good, very good comeback win. Uh, by the Knicks, you know they lost the first game by the Bucks. They got blown out, you know, by thir- at least thirty points, and uh, you know which was, I mean, them losing to the Bucks was not a surprise, but the way how they lost, man, it was it was vintage post Hewing Knicks fashion of them getting blown out. But you know the Knicks, you know they did they did beat they did upset the Bucks. Earlier this uh, this uh, this season, so you know the Bucks, you know the Bucks was gonna wake up on them, you know, because nobody's sleeping on the Knicks anymore, you know. They yeah. know this, you know the Knicks, you know they're gonna play defense, you know they they're gonna share the ball, they're gonna score, and it's not gonna be a cakewalk like how it's been for for practically twenty years, you know, with the exception of that. The um, you know, the um, the Jason Kidnick team, you know, that's literally the only team we can we can draw as the the gold standard for the for the the modern day Knicks, you know. But um, yeah, shout out to Randall bouncing back from his horrible start um a, a few days ago, you know um, and uh, basically. Uh, he only scored seven points that game, but 
you know, he only scored seven points in that game, um, but today he rebounded and uh, he got his he got his second triple double uh, of his you know of this uh, the season, you know. So props Pretty to him. Well. Yeah. Mhm. And then so, had a very good game. Yeah, R.J. Barrett had a um, a career high scoring um, thirty two points, and yeah, back. To Randall, Randall, he he had 26 points, 12 rebounds, and 12 assists, which um, he became the first Nick since uh, you know uh, Mark John- Mark Jackson to um, to um, have multiple triple doubles in a season in the 1988-89 season. And apparently, this is what Randall said. Yeah, they told me uh, they told me that. As far as the Mark Jackson thing. So it's uh it's cool to be in that conversation or be part of that conversation is really cool. Obviously the Knicks have so much history and tradition. So to be a part of that is obviously a blessing for sure. And he's he's absolutely right, man. He's you know, he's been a blessing to the Knicks this this year, you know. And um you know, props to you know, props to um RJ Barrett, you know, having a, a career high. You know, he finally got over that that thirty point plateau. You know, he's he's been on 20, score twenty eight, maybe even twenty nine. But he he seemed like he can never get over that thirty thirty point plateau until to until today. So you know, congrats to R.J. Barrett. Yeah, thirty two points. Had a very good uh, shooting night. Yeah, I mean, he's had a very good year. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna get even better. Mhm. Didn't quickly have like twenty something points as well, maybe twenty four points. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to look look for that. I'll have to check to see. He may have had like yes, twenty one, twenty something points. Yeah, you. I think you're right. Quickly has been playing to... amazing off the bench. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of Knicks fans want him to start. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. I mean, you know, when oh, yeah. he's on, on the floor, he he makes things happen. Absolutely. A hundred percent. He makes he makes things happen. He looks like a guy that used to live on the sixth on the sixth floor of my building. Mm-hmm. No, seriously, they, there's a guy that used to look like him. The guy in my building he used to smoke a lot of weed and get crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I doubt that's quick quickly. Mm-hmm. Congrat- congratulations to quickly, man. He's he's quickly becoming our fan favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, man. Props to the Knicks, man. They gotta keep this this good momentum going, and uh, not at twenty and twenty and nineteen. So yeah, they gotta keep the you know they you know they they gotta keep it going, man. They're go, they're moving in the right direction. But as you know, they're not the hottest team in uh, in New York, and the you know the Nets they win again. Um, James Harden, you know, it must be a buy one, triple, double, get one free day because, you know, <laughs> Randall had one and now James Harden has one as well. I mean, he, he has, um, James Harden had his ninth triple double and, um, you know, he had, um, 24 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. And I think Randall's one, 12 assists was a career high also. But um, yeah, this was like I think his ninth 
triple double for the with the Nets already, and he has fifty five for his career. You know, and the, the you know the Nets improved to twenty six and thirteen. You know, they won twelve of their last uh, sixteen games, and they're like a half game behind the well, I think it's seventy sixers for the the um the East, the lead in the East. Uh, Kyrie Irving has 18 points. Um, Landry Shamet had 15 off the bench, and uh, DeAndre Jordan had uh, 14 points. So you know, props to the props to the to the Nets. And I think prior to that, the game prior to that, they had um, I think um, Irving scored like 40 points, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're playing them well, very well. And KD is still injured right now. Mm-hmm. So just think yeah. when he comes back, they'll be even better. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Kyrie Irving, he, uh, a few days ago, he scored 40 points against his former team, the Celtics, and he led the the, the Celtics. He led the Nets to the 121-109 uh, final score. But tonight, you know, you know, this is this is basically the James Harden show, and uh, you know, because of his nine triple double. The Nets were able to defeat the Detroit Pistons uh, by the final score of 195. So, yeah, they, you know, the Nets, man, this this might be the best Nets team of all time at this rate. Yeah, well, I think this is going to be the second time we're going to evoke Jason Kidd's name. Because Jason Kidd is like, he's like the gold standard, I guess, for both franchises now in the in the modern era, you know. Yeah, you know, this this that team they're playing really well, you know. But uh, again, you know, how they fare, how we judge them, will be based on how they perform in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario, they have to go to the NBA Finals. I mean, oh, yeah, with this team, yeah, they're too, they're too. Anything other than an NBA Finals appearance is 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 a fl- failure. Yeah, on epic proportions. Like they they got they have to, and and the next big three, you know, they're among the finalists to be uh, named, you know, in the um, Olympics, the U.S. Olympic team. Um, so we'll 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 see. Um, yeah, they're they're gonna be the the well, you know, they they all play together in the 2012 um, gold medalist version of the Olympics in 2012. And then, of course, Kyrie Irving won it as well in, in uh, you know, 2016. So, you know, props to them. Yeah, and Nets, the, uh, they're looking like world beaters right now, you know, mm-hmm. especially now the Sixers, they just had an injury to Joel Embiid, you know, just suffered a leg injury. So he might miss some time. And the Sixers uh, were currently in first place. But uh, if MB is going to be out for a while, then, you know, the Nets are definitely going to overtake them for that first spot. Mm-hmm. And like you said, for America's Olympic state, they hope the Nets, the, the Net players are world beaters. That way we could, you know, win another gold medal. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. And uh, the Olympics, barring any anything unforeseen, it's going to start July 23rd. 
you know, because obviously they they they're they're a year behind because of you know they had the postponement because of COVID. I'm hoping that after this this year, if everything goes as planned, that you know they'll start in three years from now instead of making it you know start on an odd number, because that way I'll I'll be back to it'll it will write the ship of it being on an odd number. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if they 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 continue it three years from now, it'll be on what? Let me let me do the math in my head. What twenty 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 four? So if they, so if it's on twenty twenty four, then it's twenty 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 eight. Everything is back. Everything is back on schedule. But if you if you continue it on, you know, four years from now, it'll be um two, it'll be two thousand and twenty five instead of two thousand twenty four, and then it'll be out of whack. So. Right. Hopefully they'll they'll make the right decision. I mean it's just a little nitpicking, but to get things back on track, that's what they should do. But we'll we'll see what happens. Um. Yeah, let's um. Yeah, let's move on uh, to you know spring training. Uh oh yeah. Now before I get into the Mets uh today, well the Mets you know how they did today, even though obviously it's spring training, it's, you know, basically meaningless, but uh, yeah, the Mets were in the news and um, basically they were, they were doing this 27 out practice um, um, on the field. And basically after the 27 out, um, I think they're, they're, um, they're one of their, their, um, I think base running coaches or something like that, or, Outfield coach, I forgot what his title is, uh, from Tony Tarasco, a name that's very familiar to both Mets and Yankee fans, you know. Obviously, he was a brief Met. And did he briefly play for the Yankees? I'm not sure. But I know, in, obviously, in, in 96, you know, Jeffrey Mayer, he put Jeffrey Mayer's uh, name on the map when he, <laughs> when he tried to catch that ball in the outfield. Yeah. And, you know, it, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Mayer, you know, he became a – a Yankee hero by, by, by being an outfielder, an unofficial <laughs> outfielder, you know, so, you know, um, so basically, it apparently was his idea that once they, if they made 27 perfect outs in a row, which was the Mets defense, you know, that's a, that's a feat within itself, you know, you know, especially these past couple of years, you know, they, they've been having players out of position, so, they haven't had the best defensive alignment, you know, in years. And, and that's unfortunately what, you know, made them lose the 2015, you know, World Series to the to the Royals. So, you know, hopefully the, the, the Mets defense can play, you know, miraculously great or, or somewhat above average, you know. Because you got your best first baseman playing left field, defensive first baseman playing left field, and you know third base. You know J J D Davis. He's you know he's streaky on and off the field at the plate and off the plate. You know you don't know what you're gonna get from him. Um, Brandon Nimmo. He's he's attempting to try to improve his defense because he's not gonna play as um, you know shallow as he's been over the years. So hopefully that'll improve his uh, his defense. But um, 
Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with the with the Mets. I mean, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, what, what was your before I get to the you know how the Mets have been doing spring training lately? What, what what's your thoughts on the you know the Mets practicing? You know <laughs> what it would be like to win the World Series. Uh, I mean, maybe they should get there first before anything. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's uh, that's that's setting very high expectations, you know, mm-hmm. and thinking way way ahead. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know about that. You know, that's you should wait until you get there before anything. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's it's good to be optimistic. You know. Yeah, I mean, maybe I agree something with you. to look forward to, and you know, maybe you might achieve it. Yeah, I understand. You know, if you're like, hey, if they visualize it, it can, you know, it they can achieve it. I get that whole positive mindset, but yeah, like wait until it happens, you know. And another thing, what I'm more worried about is that they could seriously get themselves hurt, jumping yeah. up and down, <laughs> you know. And it's not even. True. At least if it was the real world series, it'd be like, okay, well, we'll just worry about the injuries in the off season. At least they got a title. But they're jumping up and down in 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 in, in spring training. <laughs> it's not even a spring training game; it's a workout. Yeah. Like they got a. Hopefully that 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 they, the next time they do that will be after Game Seven of the the World Series because. Let's hope so. And, yeah, and not and not on the golf field, you know, <laughs> on the actual baseball field, you know. So, <laughs> but yeah, they have a long way to go, man. But you know, the the Mets, I mean, they're making strides in the right direction. Stroman, I mean, he pitched well in the in um, spring training, I think, on Friday. I heard the ground was lights out the other day. Oh yeah, he had like three perfect innings. Yeah, and um, Yamamoto seven strikeouts or something like that. I think so. If I understand me right, I think you're right. I think he did have some strikeouts. Uh, Yamamoto, um, a guy who they just who they traded for in the off season, um, he went uh, three and a third innings. I think he gave a one earned run. Um, uh, apparently he pitched he pitched well. Um, even Diaz pitched well. Diaz has pitched well so far in this. Uh, uh, you know, spring training and the second half of last year. But until it, you know, until it happens in the regular season, I'm, I'm not gonna believe it, man. I still don't trust Diaz. You know, he ha- he has to prove it in front of the fans and for the season for me to be like, okay, he's back to what he was with the Mariners. You know, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with that. Oh, um, Shiffrin gives to the Yankees. How how would you have felt if the Yankees would have did something similar to that? Uh, I still wouldn't uh, want them to do that because, especially considering that these uh, you know, this team has had injuries, a lot of injuries mm-hmm. the past several years. So, I I just think you should wait until you get there. You know? mm-hmm. I, uh, I I totally agree with you. You know this this whole visualization thing, and you know mm-hmm. it's, that's too optimistic. You know you're gonna you're gonna visualize yourself in the IL or formerly <laughs> known as the D the 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 DL. The DL, yeah. <laughs> Wait until you get there. 
Yeah, and what was the point of them changing the name from DL to IL? Is it injury? Yeah, it's still, it's IL, right? It's I yeah. Right now it's IL. I guess it's it's probably you know insensitive to like people but, who are actually disabled. Oh, uh, I never even thought of it in that way. To be honest with you. Because it's confusing, because IL is, you know, supposed to be symbol, you know, initials for interleague. Right. You know? So when they used to say IL, it was always like interleague. Right. But right. now it's, yeah. And that's kind of confusing. Like, you know, I guess the whole team is in the IL now, you know? Like, <laughs> shoot. Or even independent league with the minors, so. But, you know, it is what it is, you know? But um, yeah, it looks like Jerry Booster might make make your club. Guy looks like he's he's been hitting a hitting some home runs or at least a home run in this. this yeah, game. I heard about that. Yeah, you know, the Yankees have been playing good in spring training so far, and the pitchers have have uh, been pitching well. You know, Taylon, um, I think um, what's his name went today? Um, the gang his name already from the that we got from the Indians. Former ace. Oh, Kluber. Kluber, yeah, he pitched today. I didn't see his stats. Um, pitchers, they look sharp. Jared Cole, he pitched great the other day. You know, so your cousin, he went deep for a three-run home run. Oh yeah, yeah, DJ LeMahieu, yeah. Hmm. Best hitter in baseball right now, in my opinion. So, yeah, hopefully you guys can carry it into the regular season. When does the regular season start again? Uh, the Mets, the Mets one is April first. Uh, the Yankees, I would assume, would probably be thirty first or April first. But let me let me go check quickly to. Okay. Um, let's see. Yep. Opening day is. Uh, opening day is. Uh, April first. Wait, let me just let me just confirm that just to make sure. Yes, it's there. It's April first. They're gonna be hosting the Blue Jays. Okay. Should be a fun game. Mhm. Yeah, definitely. You know they're gonna be, you're gonna be facing your boy who you're very familiar with, George Springer, a guy who should have been a Met, but too little, too late now. So. Yeah, yeah, he definitely should have been a Met. But you know it is what it is. That's the guy who they. That's the number one guy they shouldn't have uh, let go. But yeah, they should have. They should have pushed harder. I mean, they did go after him, but apparently that extra year. They they weren't willing to go that far for for him. So hopefully, for the Mets' sake and the and you know, and my fellow Mets fans, it doesn't bite us in the behind, you know. But we'll see what happens. Uh, Mets they start their season April first on the road against uh, the Washington Nationals, and of course we all know Jacob Degrom is going to be starting that game, you know, uh, against Scherzer. I mean. As long as he's healthy, I presume he's still healthy. So you're gonna be, you know, you're gonna have, you know, you're gonna have that ace 
matchup that we've had for the past couple of years, you know, Scherzer versus um, DeGrom. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully Mets' history of dominating the regular seat, the, the opening day will continue because, oddly enough, the Mets won the World Series in 69 before they won their first ever opening day in 1970. So. Oh, that's, that's an interesting stat. So hopefully the Mets can continue being the best statistically, you know, team in opening day history. But we'll see we'll see what happens. Um let me see. What else can I talk about? Uh you know what let's, let's um let, let's talk about um hmm. okay let's talk about WWE. Why not? Um, what did you think about the the rematch between Bobby Lashley and uh, Miz? You know, I actually ended up falling asleep during that match. Mm-hmm. You know, so I didn't even get to see it. But I assume that Lashley retained the title, right? Mm-hmm. If you yeah. sneezed, you would have missed that match. Yeah, well, which I did. You know, he... I, I <laughs> so I ended up missing it, but. Um... Yeah, I mean, how did that match go? I don't know. It's pretty similar to the other match, you know, the 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 the, the last week's match. You know, basically, Miz cut a promo about you know that he was forced to defend his title even though he had a stomach cramps and and you know all that stuff. You know, he you know he cut a promo, and then afterwards, um, you know, the match happened and basically it was like deja vu. Deja vu all over again. I think, isn't that yogiism? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think it would be. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's um yeah, that's basically what happened. Um, um yeah, he just dominated. Um I'm trying to think what else happened. Oh yeah, did you so you didn't see the Bobby Lashley's intro. It like he had he has like this new lightning effect to his intro. You didn't see that so. part. Um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, no, I don't think I saw that. Man, you you fell asleep from the beginning. Maybe when yeah. they were giving all the recaps, you fell asleep. Yeah, because that wasn't that match near the end. End of the no, show. No, I think it was was it in the beginning? I think it was in the be- I think that's what led off the show. Hmm, I'm trying to remember now. Like, what part? Maybe I did I see it. I'm forgetting now. That's why. That's that's rawitis, man. You watch the whole episode, right? You're like, what the <laughs> heck happened? I don't even remember what happened. Yeah. Like, you literally can't remember what happened on the, on Raw. By the time Saturday comes, like, you can't even remember. Yeah, usually it's like SmackDown big... is fresh in my memory. That was it's like watching... yesterday. Yeah, I know. It's like, and, and plus, you know, SmackDown tends to be better than Raw. In recent history, yeah, and not that much. You don't have to waste eight hours watching Raw and their re- their recaps of of you know Randy Orton watching a recap of him watching a recap of him watching a recap of watching a recap <laughs> of him vomiting the brown the black disgusting uh, thing out of his yeah. mouth, which I assume is blood or whatever. Yeah, stuff that is. I mean, like. It's just, it's just a weird, a weird, a weird, um, a weird feud. I mean, it's it's pointless. Without 
Bray Wyatt there, or the, you know, it's done. Like, there's no point to continue this feud. It's the same crap, literally the same crap that spews out his mouth every week. It's the same crap that they keep shoving down our throat. That same disgusting thing, man. It's, it's just, I'm done with this whole feud. Like, until he comes back, there's no point to this feud. Mm-hmm. It's just a dumb, dumb feud. I, I can't. I just don't get it. It just doesn't make any sense. So this match that they had, uh, the the Lashley and the Miz match on Raw, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm-hmm. That was in a handicap match. No, not a hand, not handicap. I mean, the uh, uh, lumberjack match like uh, last week. No, no, no. It was just no, it was just one on one. Okay. MVP was there, you know, obviously as his manager. Um, what's his name? Uh, Morrison was there too. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was just the same old, you know, put him in the hurt lock, made him tap out, you know. Domination. Mm-hmm. And Drew McIntyre was watching the match backstage. Oh, and then Drew McIntyre got attacked by um, Sheamus. So him and Sheamus had another rematch again, back-to-back weeks again. You know, it's like, this is the road to WrestleMania, but they're on reruns on, on all new episodes. They're having rematches, rematches of the, the previous week uh, a- episode. And this is the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. The road to WrestleMania, you're having re- re- recaps of the same exact match. <laughs> Like, they're literally unoriginal. This might be one of the worst Road to WrestleManias ever. I mean, they have they have some good storylines. I'll give them that. Shasha versus Bianca Balor, that's a good storyline. Um, which, you know, be, uh, Sasha Banks is showing that she is, you know, she's in heel. You know, she's she's turning heel. Um, who lost that match? Um, Sasha Banks and Bianca Balor tag team in a match against uh, the, a rematch. Stop me if you haven't heard that word before. A rematch mm-hmm. between Nia, Nia, um, Nia Jax and uh, Shayna Baszler. But except this time, she has, you know, Nia Jax has her new boo, Reginald, um, <laughs> you know, as, as, as their mascot now. That she thinks she's cute. Yep. It's, it's, basically, <laughs> it's basically like that storyline with the... Um, with the um, Viking Raiders, yeah. But every week, somebody keeps saying he's one of those one of those guys. Eric or Ibar is cute. <laughs> like it's like the Wonder Years. They <laughs> just keep focusing on people thinking somebody's cute. Yeah. What's next? They're gonna show someone writing a note, like those. Do you like me? <laughs> you know. <laughs> or, you know those kind of or 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 you pluck a flower. She loves me. She loves me not or something like that. Like. Stuff, man. Uh, oh yeah, so they lost that match because Reginald distracted um, distracted uh, Bianca Belair, and I think Shayna Baszler got the pinfall. Oh yeah, another thing. Oh, wait, wait that's SmackDown. Um, trying to think what else happened. Um, trying to think what. Oh yeah, they were. What are you gonna say? Oh no, I was, I was thinking. I was trying to think also what happened. Um, 
Didn't Andrade get released recently? Or actually? Oh, no. He, apparently, he wants to be released. Probably get yeah. a WWE probably get a grant it. Well, apparently, WWE didn't grant it. Hmm. Maybe he wanted to, his his uh, release to be granted because he feels like WWE has taken him for granted. Yeah. And they could use this guy so much more better than they've, you know, it's a waste of talent right there. Mm-hmm. Use this guy better. Yeah, man. They got Big Show leaving the company. Big I Show, know. Christian, and, um, and Jericho left the company. Like, come on now. Yeah, Those dudes were in the company for 27 years, and then they all left the company. I mean, Christian did leave for TNA briefly, but... Um, but yeah, I mean, like these are WWE guys that they just let them go, you know. I know. Because they're not treating them right. They are misusing these people. Yeah, Andrade, he could have been a big superstar. Exactly. Andrade, he got like the coolest. He got like a move that should be his finisher. He has that, like, that fake kick into that elbow smash move he does. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking that about. should be his finisher. Yeah, no, I agree. Now I think that if if for some reason he is released, mm-hmm. I think that uh, they're saying that it could be AEW or... Impact or NJ was NJWP? Oh, on uh, the new the new Japan new yeah new, new Japan, Japan is, yeah wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he would go to AEW to be honest with you, but but we'll see. Yeah, that's where most people are going these days. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. So yeah, the, uh, SmackDown they did the contract signing. And, uh, you know, obviously, um, Daniel Bryan's going to be fighting um, Roman Reigns at, Roman Reigns at uh, Fastlane, I think, next Sunday. And then at the end of the show, um, you know, Daniel Bryan did the running knee on uh, Edge, you know, well, yeah. um, at the end of the show. So it looks like they might be teasing a triple threat match with that. Yeah, that's that's what that like that's what's gonna happen. So it's most likely gonna be a, a screwy ending at the end of our flashlight for them to have this uh, triple tri- triple threat match. Oh yeah, another thing is they're gonna have a match. Um, Edge and um, trying to think who Edge versus Jay Uso to determine who's gonna be the the special guest referee for the match. Which you know is going to be Edge. Edge is going to yeah. win that match. Yeah, it's going to be Edge. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of reminds me of that match, the 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 Fatal Four Way at WrestleMania between The Rock, Triple H, Mankind, and uh, Big Show. Oh yeah, that's right. When they had when they had Mankind versus um, Mankind versus um, Big Show to determine who's going to be the um, special guest referee for a match that he had or something like that. Yeah, I remember. Oh yeah. Oh no 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 no. My fault. My fault. That was WrestleMania 15. The year the year before that. Oh yeah yeah. Because 
it was Rock versus Stone Cold, and then they had Mankind versus uh, Big Show to determine who was going to be the the referee. And of course, uh, Mankind would be the referee. Was well, that WrestleMania seventeen? No, WrestleMania fifteen. That was, okay. that was WrestleMania fifteen. The year after okay, that yeah, was, yeah. A fatal, was a fail four between, um, you know, Rock, Triple H, Big Show, and Mankind, which you know WrestleMania sixteen is you know better known as WrestleMania two thousand. I see. Because you know it came out in two thousand. Right. But yeah, I can't think of anything else that stood out on Raw for me, um, or SmackDown for that case. Um, let me yeah, see what SmackDown, else. Um, I mean, I guess the Randy Orton thing. You know, when is the what? When is the scene gonna come out? Mhm. Because you know, is is he gonna fight Alexa Bliss? At WrestleMania, like that's that's that'd be stupid. Then there's no way they're gonna do that. Or is he gonna have a female fighter? Because she has to be. I don't know. She she's with the theme going right now. It, you know, it's been just her playing mind games with Randy Orton. And so, do you have Randy Orton bring like some girl? Some uh, a female wrestler to like be her yeah, ass. Yeah, but he's not cool. But he's a loner. He's not cool with anybody. That's yeah, the problem. Right. It goes against his character. Right. It's like Baron Corbin. Those guys are loners. So it just doesn't. It just doesn't make. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. For him to be aligned with anybody. Right. So yeah, this whole. This whole feud is pointless, to be honest with you. Like they need to, they need to move on. Like I can't even, I can't even think of any any positive scenario for this this feud. It's just a dumb idea. It's literally the same thing regurgitated, and then oh, spewed oh. out every week. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just like his his disgusting thing that he spews out his mouth every week. Pointless. And way over the top. Um. Yeah, I'm just I, I can't even think of anything else just a raw and smackdown. I guess I'm one to to NXT and then AEW. Um NXT they um basically they they revealed uh there's a new NXT women's um tag team title belt and they awarded it to um Dakota Kai and uh Raquel Gonzalez because they were they were supposed to fight against um Nia Jax and um, and Shayna Baszler, but those but those ladies pulled the Miz from last week and ran away with the tiles without um, you know to you know without re- you know really really defending the title. So then William Regal announced to start the show, you know, with all the women standing outside of the ring, you know, um, near the entrance, and then that's when they made the announcement that. There's there's a new inaugural NXT Women's Tag Team Titles, which you know they were awarded. And then afterwards, um, Ember Rose and uh, Shotzi Blackheart challenge uh, the new champions to a belt, which they they def- they, they defeated uh, Raquel Gonzalez and uh, Dakota Kai and became the new tag team champions. 
NXT Women Tag Team Champion. So, congratulations to those ladies. This NXT event, um, that was a... Uh, oh, no, I'm thinking about AEW. The AEW mm-hmm. event. That was a team yeah. item. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm about to dive right into that. Uh, very soon. Um, I'm trying to think what else happened. Um, next week... Next week, I think it's going to be Finn Balor versus uh, Adam Adam Cole for the NXT title. Um, I'm trying to think what what else happened. Um, you know, you should see uh, Finn Balor come back to Raw SmackDown, but it doesn't look uh, like that'll well, happen anytime soon. Yeah, he's the NXT champion. Yeah. Let's just see him come back on Raw or you know, SmackDown, make an appearance or something. Yeah, I think he he must be bored or something. Because wasn't he the one that wanted to go back down to NXT? Uh, yeah. So wait, did the match happen? Did the match happen this this week or something? I, I'm trying to remember. Did they fight? Did they fight this week? And I can't remember. Possible. Possible. Maybe it did happen. Um, if they fought this week, then 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 um, Finn Balor won. I just can't even remember because that, that ended the show. I think. So they already fought. It's possible. Let me double check. Mm. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, NXT. Yeah, he did fight. They did fight. Oh, okay. Yeah, NXT. Yeah, um, Finn Balor defended the title against uh, Adam Cole successfully. Uh, Io Shirai um, retained the title against. Uh, Tony Storm, her longtime rival. Uh, let's see what else happened. Let's see what. Um, Pete Dunne defeated um, Jake Atlas. Caden uh, Caden Carter. Um, uh, she she fought against. Um, yeah, she fought against um, Zaya Lee. But um, yeah, yeah. Um, Zaya Lee won because uh, Casey Canazero she used her crutches because uh, Zaya Lee personally injured her on purpose, and she was gonna injure um, her her best friend Caden, so she took her crutches and um, and and smashed Zaya Lee uh, with it to get the disqualification. Hmm. Um, Grizzle and Young. Grizzle Young Veterans. Um, uh, did he defeat? I'm trying to remember what the heck happened. Uh, Grizzle Young Veteran, they lost to Legando de la Fantasma. <laughs> and then, <laughs> try saying that five times fast. <laughs> and then, and then uh, Finn Balor defeated Adam Cole. And then I think, um, I think um, uh, Roderick Strong 
I think attacked Adam Cole afterwards after the match. His former um, um, undisputed era member after Adam Cole super kicked him like last week and I think maybe two weeks ago. Also, I can't remember. Um, yes, but now let's let's get into the AEW. Um, yeah, the big news that happened in AEW. Um, yeah, I guess let me let me go let me talk about the um the pay per view first before I um go into the show. So yes, let's see. Uh, at the AEW um event last week, Doctor Doctor Britt Baker, DMD, and Maki Ato, she defeated Riho and Tunda Rosa in a tag team match. Um, the Young Bucks defeated the Inner Circle, Chris Jericho and MJF, for the tag team to retain the AEW Tag Team Championships. Um, I was wrong about that one. I should have saw that one coming with, uh, you know, the Inner Circle attacking um, Young Bucks' father, real-life father. I should have saw that the heroes would have had a, you know, a victory in that one, but I thought maybe they would they would have kept this feud going, but looks like that feud is definitely done, which we'll get into that. I gotta watch some new plays. Um, Ray Miss, Ray Phoenix, um, you know, he won the Casino Tag Team Royale, and as a result, he will win. He will win a um a a future AEW World Tag Team Championship match. Um, I presume presumably with um uh what's it? Trying to think of Neville's name, uh, Pac, formerly known as Neville in WWE. Um, then for the the um you know the AEW Women's Championship, Hikaru Shida uh, defeated Raihu. Uh, Mizunami um, tag team match Miro and Kip Sabian defeated uh, Best Friends which is, you know, has Orange Cassidy and uh, Chuck Taylor via submission Um, as expected, Hangman Adam Page defeated Big Money Matt Hardy and as a result he has um, the first quarter of um, Matt Hardy's um, 2021 first quarter earnings. Uh, Scorpio Sky defeated Cody Rhodes, Penta L Zero Miedo, Lance Archer, Max Caster, formerly known as Bobby Lashley's sister, one of his three sisters, and Ethan Page. In the face of the Revolution ladder match for a future AEW NXT Championship match. Uh, presumably against Darby Allen, who's still the reigning champion right now. And speaking of Darby Allen, him and Sting defeated Team Taz, which has Brian Cage and R- Ricky Starks um, in the street fight. And, uh, you know, Sting won his first match since 20, 2015, which, which would be that that um tag team match he had with the Big Show. <laughs> no, no, it was a tag team match he had with John Cena versus the Big Show, and I can't even remember who the other person was in that match. 
So yeah, because remember, Sting Sting never won a pay per view event in WWE. He lost right. to WrestleMania to Triple H. He um, won the tag team match with John Cena versus Big Show, and I can't even remember who the other person was. And then, of course, the infamous Seth Rollins championship match, WWE championship match, which ended um, Sting's WWE career. So congratulations to Sting. Just already in a short time, uh, AEW is using him way better than WWE ever did. Oh, yeah. Love that about that. So congrats to him. And then last but not least, um, talk about controversy. I don't know if you've seen the highlights or the lowlights, but Kenny Kenny Omega defeated John Moxley in an exploding barbed wire death match for the AEW World Championship. You have to see the last footage. Of, you have to see the footage of it. Oh yeah, I gotta check that out. Yeah, basically, you know, um, it was supposed to be like this epic death match. This epic exploding barbed wire death match and when uh, and then basically Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers were beating him up uh, John Moxley up and then you know like with like a minute to go before the bomb went off because apparently there was no way to defuse the bomb I mean not Dean Ambrose well now he's known as John Moxley um he he was beating up in the ring and his his um former friend Eddie Kingston you know, surprisingly had a face turn, came to try to rescue uh, John Moxley before it blew up and pull him out of the ring. But as the time was running out, he, he lied right on top of John Moxley to take the blow of the explosion from him. And when it exploded, it was like, it was like um, Gilbert's sprinkler firework kind of thing, sparkly firework things that happened. You know how Gilbert has the fireworks? Yeah, that's the spark. The yeah, that's <laughs> sparky entrance, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's what it, you know. Mocking Goldberg. That's exactly what it looked like. Oh, you thought it was gonna yeah. be this massive WWE intro entrance, like "Welcome to SmackDown," "Welcome to Raw," and you think these pyrotechnic? Nope. Or you see it's like this little tiny sprinkler fire pyro pop up with a little bit of smoke. Not even enough to to ring the smoke detector. <laughs> basically, it was a bus. It was a bus, man. The, the it was the 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 explosion was was um, man. It 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 was the talk of the town, but not in a good way. <laughs> and it, and they were hyping it up for weeks. You know, they showed promos of Kenny Omega working. You know. Acting like he's building the the the, the chamber, you know. It, it, I think he called it the extermination chamber or something, uh, for death for um for uh, John Moxley, and you you know he's acting like he's building the thing. So, at the end of the match, you know John Moxley breaks character and, and blames <laughs> what's his name um, Kenny Omega for for making making the crappy um you know you know the chamber with explosive and stuff like that. So then afterwards on uh, on uh, on AEW Dynamite on Wednesday, he cuts a promo with um, with Eddie Kingston. They're sitting down drinking. I'm, I'm assuming like whiskey. And uh, basically, um, 
you know, they were just talking about the 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 debacle the of the event, you know. And um basically then then um you know um Kenny Omega did a did a um a promo with his uh with his manager Don Callis and he you know, they were mocking you know, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston and, and the whole debacle of the event. So, you know, that's going to set up a future feud with, you know, I mean, you know, a continuation of their feud. Um, I'm trying to think what else happened. On, oh, yes. Right. The the biggest thing that happened in, in the AEW. So, basically, they were going to have a town hall um inner circle meeting with all the members. So basically, um, they were talking, you know, the, basically almost all the members were there. There was Jericho, Jericho, Santana, Ortiz, Jake Hager, um, i trying to think who else, and of course, MGF. So then Sammy Guevara, the former member of, of uh, inner circle, came out. And basically, you know, he was risking getting, you know, beat up by Jericho because Jericho, Jericho, you know, always looked to him, you know, thought of himself as a father figure to Sammy Guevara. And um, basically, you know, he was like, what are you doing here? You know, last week, I, you know, I, I told you you were dead to me and stuff like that. So, so then Sammy Guevara was like, hear me out. You know, I want you to see this footage. So basically, they show a footage of, um, you know, all the members of the the um, inner circle, I think minus Wardlow, um, and they were talking. Uh, MGF was saying like, "Yeah, man, you know, this is our time. We gotta, we gotta, um, you know, you know, kick out Jericho and stuff like that." So then, basically, then all the other members. So then um, MGF is like, I'm sorry, Jericho. I didn't want you to find out about like, find out about it like this through this way. But get them, boys. So then all the guys were were, were turning were were per- going towards Jericho to beat him up, and then they all turned around and revealed that they're still with Jericho. So then Jericho had his bat in his hand, and he was gonna you know smash uh, MGF, and you know basically kick he kicked them out of the group. So the MGF is lying on the, the, the bottom of the turnbuckle, like, looking like he's about to get stinged faced by Rikishi. And um, basically, he's like, Jericho, I swear, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to take over your, your, um, your, um, you know, the inner circle. Okay. And then he said, I, I, was, I promise you I wasn't going to take over the inner circle because I have my own group. And then everything turned to black as if, Bray Wyatt was going to pop up and attack them. So then after, once they revealed, they made the big reveal, then they revealed that the new, the new faction that was um, previewed last week was that MGF was the one that was running, the one that was pulling the strings. So basically, um, FTR, formerly known as The Revival, with Tully Blanchard, Sean Spears, formerly known as Ty Dillinger in WWE, uh, Wardlow, and you know they're they're all part of um, MGS group. So then they they put a beat down on the inner circle, 
And then Wardlow did a, you know, oh, yeah, Jericho was bleeding. His, his head was bleeding. He thought it was like an ECW match or something, which Jericho was part of that as well. And, um, yeah, Wardlow, Wardlow powerbombed them off the stage into a table off, off the off the um the set. And that's how AEW went off the air. So crazy ending. Uh I was expecting it. Apparently um the the rumor is is that the the so far unnamed group is going to be called the Pinnacle. Um but yeah, it was surprising. I didn't think they were going to have the the you know, they were going to break up you know, kick MJF out of the group so quickly, you know, after they lost the, their tag team title opportunity against the Young Bucks. And then the other big reveal that he's the leader of that of the new um, faction, believed to be named, um, you know, the Pinnacle. So it's crazy. Looking forward to see what happened with that. Mac, you still here? Yeah. Repeat, repeat that again? What happened? Repeat that? Repeat what? Repeat, you, you cut out there. What was the last thing you heard me say? On, what was the last thing you heard me say? About uh, your, your plug-in that, after the TNA, the AEW? Oh, um, basically, um, you know, I'm saying I'm looking forward to uh, what's going to happen with the with MJF's new um, faction, supposedly named uh, the Pinnacle? So, looking forward to what 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 goes down on uh, on uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to watch the replay of that and uh, mm-hmm. look at that show that I missed. Cool. Um. Well, you have anything? Uh. You know, any last things you'd like to say before we head out of here? I don't know. Just come back. Check out Sports Server Legend and come back. Well, check out my show, iMac. Just uh, check your local listings. All right. You heard the man. Check out his show, iMac. Check out your local listings. Uh, um, Check out my YouTube channel, Sports Urban Legend TV. And come back next week. Check out Sports Urban Legend with your host, William Ramel. And I'll see you guys next week. So, again... Thank you for watching this latest episode of Sports and the Legend. He's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Ramo, and I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.